If that intro was any indication, you know this week's edition of R.I.T.Y. is going to feature songs about baseball. And that show opener is called Gathering Crowds by John Scott, and it served as the closing theme song of This Week in Baseball, which aired from 77 to 98. It was then revived in 2000 and discontinued in 2011. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ryan Jansen. To be clear, our theme this week is baseball and beer, but the majority of the songs are about baseball. Additionally, throughout the program, you will hear some famous calls from the former voice of the Cincinnati Reds, Marty Brenneman. Speaking of the Reds, they will open the season tomorrow against the Cardinals. First pitch is scheduled for 4:10. Man, it's good to have the boys back in town.
This first historic call from Marty Brenneman takes us back to opening day of 1974 when the Reds were at home taking on the Atlanta Braves. It was Brenneman's first year as the play-by-play announcer for the Reds. Heading into the game, the Braves' right fielder, Henry Aaron, was one home run shy of tying Babe Ruth's all-time record of 714 home runs. Here's Brenneman with what happened during the first pitch of Aaron's first at-bat. Outfield shaded around toward left for Aaron. Dillingham with a pause, the 3-1 pitch, swung on, long shot, into deep left field, Rose is back, and that ball is gone! A home run! Henry Aaron has just tied Babe Ruth's home run record of 714 with a cloud over the 375 marker in left field. The Braves are piling out of the dugout. from Jack Billingham over the left field wall, and the Braves are out front 3-0. There were two men down, and the score was tied. Bottom of the eighth when the pitcher died, and they laid his spikes on the pitcher's mound, and his uniform was torn, and his number was left on the ground. Then the night turned cold. The stars were white as bones The stadium was old Older than the screams Older than the teams There were three men down And the season lost And the toppling was rolled
That was Paul Simon with Night Game. Fun fact, the first night game in Major League Baseball happened right here in Cincinnati on May 24th, 1935 at Crosley Field when the Reds beat the Phillies 2-1. ZZ Top gave us Beer Drinkers and Hill Razors, and Thin Lizzy opened up the set with The Boys Are Back in Town. It's all right, T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. With opening day coming up tomorrow, our theme is baseball and beer. Up next, it's a supergroup that calls themselves The Baseball Project. The band includes two former members of R.E.M., Peter Buck and Mike Mills. Thus far, The Baseball Project has released three albums, and all of their songs are about baseball. From their 2011 album, Volume 2, High and Inside, here's 1976. i 
a little of both they say our ball club may be minor league but at least it's triple a we sit below the marlboro man above the right field wall we do the wave all by ourselves hey up a blind man could have made that call we like our beer flat as can be we like our dogs with mustard and relish What's his name? Well, we can't even spell it. We don't worry about the pen as much. We just like to see the boys hit it deep. There's nothing like the view from the Chiefs. Call it a win, go off to toast the boys again. That local band is back in town. They got a kind of minor league sound. They're not that bad, but 
what's his name And one more building rises tall And suddenly we're all grown up And this old town's not quite so small But I'll always miss the middle-sized town In the middle of the Middle West With no-name pictures, local bands and Mustard and relish and all the rest We like our beer fat as can be We like our dogs with mustard and relish We got a great picture, what's his name? Well, we can't even spell it We don't worry about the pen as much We just like to see the boys hit it deep There's nothing like the beer from the cheap seats That was Alabama throwing it back to 1994 with the cheap seats. In 1994, during the MLB strike, ESPN aired minor league baseball games, and that was used as the theme song for the broadcast. And we heard from the legendary Johnny Paycheck, and from 1980, it was 15 beers. Here we are, less than 24 hours away from the first pitch of the Reds' 2021 season. So our theme today is baseball and beer. And I want to give a shout-out to Grumpy McBaseball, who listens each week and suggested and helped me gather songs for this theme. Next time you're on Facebook, be sure to give his page a like. Joe Walsh is a big fan of baseball. In fact, this song of his contains a reference to the poem Casey at the Bat. Here's Rocky Mountain Way on R.I.T.Y.
message from Major League Baseball. With opening day coming up tomorrow, I've been playing historic calls from the former voice of the Cincinnati Reds, Marty Brenneman. In 1976, the Reds were looking to win their second consecutive World Series title. The team finished the regular season with 102 wins, finishing 10 games ahead of the Dodgers in the NL West standings. They opened the playoffs by taking on the Philadelphia Phillies in a battle for the pennant. Well, it really wasn't much of a battle. The Reds won the first two games of the series on the road at Veterans Stadium. Game three took the series back to Cincinnati, giving the Reds a chance to sweep the Phillies in front of the hometown fans. The Reds entered the ninth inning down 6-4. Phillies reliever Ron Reed took to the mound and immediately gave up home runs to George Foster and Johnny Bench. With that, Reed's day was done, and Gene Garber was brought on to face Dave Concepcion, who singled. Garber was then replaced by Tom Underwood. Cesar Geronimo walked, and Ed Armbrister followed with a sacrifice that moved the runners to second and third. Underwood then intentionally walked Pete Rose to load the bases. This set the stage for Ken Griffey Sr., and here's Brenneman with what happened next. Underwood with a slow come down to the belt, he throws. Griffey swings, slow chopper, right side, here comes Concepcio, Poland boots the ball! And the 1976 pennant belongs to the Reds. It was a high chop along the first baseline. Bobby Tolan could not come up with it cleanly. Concepcion scores, and it is pandemonium down on the field. As the Reds have scored three in the ninth inning and have swept the Philadelphia Phillies to move into the 1976 World Series. Fans standing all over the ballpark as the Philadelphia Phillies went to the bottom of the ninth, leading by two runs, and boy, what a comeback by the big red machine. Jody Mancho's done it again. Jody Mancho's done it again. Back in that bat, gone with the wind. Just done it again. Some folks thought Big Joe was done. Some just figured Joe was gone. Steps to the batter with a great big grin. Judy Mash just done it again. I'm gonna tell you just the way I feel. Man can't run without his heel. Watch that raggy bill spit the wind. Just done it again. All three fielders jump their best, trying to climb that outboard fence. They all grow whiskers on their chin. Jody Mash just done it again. Up along the clouds where the eagles roam, Joe cracked that ball to wine and roll. But he's all that best they tried on in. Jody Maggio's done it again. Grandma's on my radio. 
Jim Joe. She jerks the beard up at Grandpa's chin. Jody Maggio's done it again. Bumpy dog barked at the blues I cat. How does it look from where you sit? Looks like a cyclone sliding in. Jody Maggio's done it again. In Milwaukee on the man Harvey Haddock said the pirates was Mowing them down 27 up 27 gone Nine innings in the book And not a man had gotten on Now in history Only 17 have thrown a perfect game A most exclusive club And a most exalted fame but after nine, the Pirates, well, they hadn't scored a perfect game and still hardly had to pitch some more. Dave Wells, Dave Cone, Sandy Koufax, Cy Young, Jim Bunning, Tom Browning, Charlie Robertson, Don Larson in the series in 10th inning down, 11th inning down, he moved on to the 12th. Three straight outs and the fans, they were pinching themselves. The best game ever pitched and still a scoreless tie. Poor Harvey had to carry on and give it one more try. 13's never lucky, so you can guess the rest. Harvey Perfect game, if nothing else. 
The Baseball Project with a tune about pitcher Harvey Haddix, who played for the Reds in 1958. In fact, Haddix was born in Springfield, Ohio. He's best known for pitching 12 perfect innings in a game against the Milwaukee Braves in 1959. Unfortunately, his team, the Pirates, lost the game in the 13th inning. We also heard from Billy Bragg and Wilco with their Woody Guthrie cover, Joe DiMaggio, Done It Again. And we started the set with the Goo Goo Dolls and Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I hope you're enjoying this baseball-themed edition of RITY. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. You may have also noticed that I am highlighting some of Marty Brenneman's famous calls. In fact, I've got four more of those coming up next hour. This song was played quite a bit at Red's home games in 2003. That's when GABP opened. The band formed in Morrow, Ohio. Here are Blessed Union of Souls with Playball. Great American Ballpark at Great American 
charge in one bill. Hey, Mr. Bartender, come here. I want another drink and I want it now. My baby, she gone, she been gone tonight. I ain't seen my baby staring at a full leg. One bourbon, one scotch, and one bill. And then I sit there, getting high, mellow, knocked out, feeling good. And by that time, I looked on the wall. At the old clock on the wall, by that time, it was 10.30 then. I looked down the bar, at the bartender, said, said, what do you want, Johnny? One bourbon, one scotch, and one bill. Well, my baby, she gone, she been gone tonight. Sit there, getting high, stoned, knocked out. And by that time, I looked on the wall at the old clock again. And by that time, was a quarter to two. The last call for alcohol. I said, hey, Mr. Bartender. What do you want? Well, one bourbon, one scotch, and one bill. One bourbon, one scotch, and one bill. One bourbon.
have the lights down low Icing down the long necks Till they was nice and cold Or you could sit down and order About love waste your mind Three ways we get high Whiskey, beer and wine In the back While they had the dice Sit down at a table Shoot craps all night Back in the good old days Break your troubles goodbye Miss a job will save your soul Whiskey, beer, and wine Taste of my medication. Come on, have one with me. In the good old days, I. Reeling in the years with two songs that correspond with the beer portion of today's baseball and beer theme. That was Buddy Guy with Whiskey, Beer, and Wine. And it was John Lee Hooker at the top with one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan Jansen. Coming up, I've got three baseball B-sides. Eddie Vetter of Pearl Jam is from Evanston, Illinois, and is a diehard Cubs fan. In 2007, Cubs legend Ernie Banks encouraged Vetter to write a song about looking forward to the Cubs' next World Series victory. At the time, it had been 100 years since the Cubs last won the title. The song was written, recorded, and released in 2008. The Cubs finally won the World Series in 2016. Here's All the Way. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game For I've seen other teams and it's never the same When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're healed the first time you walk into Wrigley Field Our heroes wear pinstripes, heroes in blue Give us the chance to feel like heroes too Forever we'll win and if we should lose We know someday we'll go all the way Yeah, someday we'll go all the way 
We are one with the cubs, with the cubs we're in love. Yeah, hold our head high as the underdogs. We are not fair weather, but foul weather fans. Like brothers in arms in the streets and the stands. There's magic in the ivy in the old scoreboard. The same when I stared at as a kid keeping score. In a world full of greed, I could never want more. And someday we'll go out of Teaching us faith and giving us hope United we stand and united we'll fall Down to our knees the day we win it all Yeah, her name ain't said, oh, let's play too Or did it mean 200 years? In the same ballpark, a diamond our jewel The home of our joy and our tears Traditions and wishes made new A place where our grandfathers, fathers, they grew A spiritual feeling if I ever knew And if you ain't been, I am sorry for you But when the day comes for that last winning run And I'm crying and covered in beer I look to the sky and know I was right To think someday we'll go out away side of life and the B side of life. I call that the B side of the game. Absolutely. The B side. It's like everybody want to hear the good stuff, but there's an entirely other B side that only real hustlers know about. Maybe it's on the B side of a record I already have. But you better prep for the B side. It's the game. It's the B side too. Greatest hits didn't do the trick. I'm down to B sides and deep cuts. Here's Brian. Jensen. It's the Block of B's three B-sides about baseball. Chuck Berry wrote this song as a commentary on race. The last verse references Jackie Robinson, who broke baseball's color barrier in 1947. The song was released in 1956 as the B-side of Too Much Monkey Business. Here's Brown-Eyed Handsome Man. of an unemployment, he was sitting in the witness stand. The 
judge's wife called up the district attorney. She said, free that brown-eyed man. If you want your job, you better free that brown-eyed man. Flying across the desert in a TWA, I saw a woman walk across the sand. She'd been walking 30 miles en route to Bombay to meet a brown-eyed handsome man. Her destination was a brown-eyed handsome man. Way back in history, 3,000 years, in fact, ever since the world began. There's been a whole lot of good women shedding tears over a brown-eyed handsome man. It's a lot of trouble with a brown-eyed handsome man. For this next iconic Marty Brenneman call, we travel back to Friday, September 16, 1988, when the Reds took on the Dodgers at Riverfront Stadium. The Reds won the game 1-0, but most importantly, Tom Browning threw the 12th perfect game in Major League history. Here's Brenneman with the call. They are all up and on their feet and rooting individually and collectively for Browning to get one final out. He is ready for the 2-2 two -two to Woodson, and here it comes. And it is swung out and missed. And Tom Browning has pitched a perfect game. 27 outs in a row, and he is being mobbed by his teammates just to the third base side of the mound. A perfect game thrown by Tom Browning on this Friday night, September the 16th, 1988. As he no-hits the Los Angeles Dodgers one to nothing and throws the first perfect game in the long and legendary history of this great Cincinnati Reds baseball franchise. And now Browning being hoisted to the shoulders of his teammates. And boy, what a memorable scene on a wet, dreary evening here in Cincinnati. A night that the fans had to wait two hours and 27 minutes for. And brother, was the wait worthwhile.
John Fogarty with one of the most popular baseball songs you heard, Center Field, which was the flip side of Rock and Roll Girls. Center Field references the song that opened the block of bees, Chuck Berry's brown-eyed, handsome man. This next B-side is about pitcher Doc Ellis, who in 1970, as a member of the Pirates, pitched a no-hitter while under the influence of LSD. Then, in 1974, Ellis was pitching against the Reds. His goal was to hit every batter in the lineup because he was upset that his team, the Pirates, were intimidated by the Big Red Machine. In the top of the first, Ellis hit Pete Rose, Joe Morgan, and Dan Dreesen. 
With the bases loaded, Ellis tried to throw strikes to Tony Perez, but walked him, forcing home a run. He then aimed two pitches at Johnny Bench's head, which led to Ellis being ejected from the game. Fast forward to 1993, and the indie band SF Seals released their EP, Baseball Trilogy, which featured two A-sides, Jolton Joe DiMaggio and the ballad of Denny McLean. Here's the B-side, it's Doc Ellis on RITY.
Cabot. What do you want, Costello? Little Cabot. I understand that you're going to be the manager of the Lou Costello Jr. Youth Foundation baseball team. Yes, we just organized the thing. Oh, you did? Sure. Well, I'd like to play on the team myself. You know, I know something about baseball. Well, that would be accomplished. Well, I'd like to know some of the guys' names on the team, so when I meet on my street or in the ballpark, I'll be able to say hello to them. Why, surely I'll introduce you to the boys. But you know, strange as it may seem, they give these ballplayers nowadays very peculiar names. You mean funny names? Nicknames, pet names, like uh, Dizzy Dean. Brother Daffy. Daffy Dean. And... I'm their French cousin. French cousin? Gouffet. 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 <laughs> well, now, let's see. We have on the bags, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. What silly name? I say who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You know the fellow's name? Well, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. That's it. That's who? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who? Have you got a first baseman? Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. <laughs> That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Now tell me who's on first. That's right. I want to know what's the guy's name on first. No, base. no, what's on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who is on first? I don't know. He's on third. Now we're not <laughs> mentioning third. Now let's get together. How did I get on third base? You have to mention his name. If I mention a third baseman's name, who did I face playing third no, base? No, who is playing first? I'm not asking you who's on first. Who is on first? I'm asking you what's the guy's name on third. What is on second? Who's on second? Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. There I go. Back on third again. I can't change their name. You got a first baseman? Absolutely. When you pay him off every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. <laughs> Why not? The man's entitled to it. Who is? Yes. So who gets it? Sure he does. <laughs> Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Who's wife? Yes. <laughs> trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? Listen, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who is on first? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. I yeah. pick it up. <laughs> you got an outfield? Well, surely. The left fielder's name. Why? I just thought I'd ask. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who is playing first? Stay out of the infield. I want to know what's the left fielder's what name. What is on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> The left fielder's name? Why? Because. Oh, he's center field. <laughs> now, you know these players as well as I do. Look, you got a pitcher on a team? Wouldn't this be a fine team without a pitcher? The pitcher's name? Uh, tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you, man. Then go ahead. Tomorrow. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow are you going to tell me who's pitching? Now, let's... Who is? Now, break your arm, you say, who's on first? Uh, I want to know what's the pitcher's what's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> You got a catcher? Charlie. A catcher's name. Today. Today and tomorrow's fishing. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I don't even... Look, oh, we got us a couple of, of, of days on it. I can't one. help that. A couple of don't days. Don't get excited now. Who's getting excited? Take it easy. Take it easy. You know, I'm a pretty good catcher myself. Well, they tell me. Now, I'll catch today myself. Uh, I'm going right. to catch. Yes. And tomorrow's pitching on a team. Yes. Now, tomorrow throws the ball and the guy up bunched the ball. Yes. Now, when he bunched the ball, me being a good catcher, I want to throw the guy out of first base. So I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now, that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's all you have to do. Is to throw the ball to first base. Yes. Now, who's got it? Naturally. <laughs> if I throw the ball to first base, somebody's got to get it. Yes. Now, who's got it? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. Oh, so I throw the ball to naturally. I, you do nothing of the kind. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Did I throw the ball to naturally? But you don't. I throw it to who? Naturally. That's what I'm saying. You're not I throw the ball to who? Naturally. You ask me. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. Well, say Same it. as you. <laughs> I throw the ball to who? That's naturally. naturally. Now, whoever it is drops the ball, so the guy runs a second. Yes. Who picks up the ball and throws it to what? What throws it to I don't know? I don't know. Throws it back to tomorrow? Triple play. Yes. Another guy gets up and it's a long fly ball to be caught. Why? 
I don't know. He's on third, and I don't give a darn. What'd you say? I said, I don't give a darn. Oh, that's our shortstop. <laughs> This next famous call from Marty Brenneman takes us back to September 11th, 1985, when the Reds squared off against the San Diego Padres at Riverfront Stadium. Pete Rose entered the game needing a hit to break Ty Cobb's all-time hits record of 4,191. That number has been debated and may actually be a little lower. Nevertheless, here's Brenneman with what happened that night during Rose's first at bat. He levels the bat a couple of times. Shao kicks and he fires. Rose swings. There it is! There it is! Get out! Get out! For breakfast, 
From 1997, The Replacements and Beer for Breakfast. The Baseball Project gave us a song that hits close to home. You heard Pete Rose Way. And we began the set with the duo of Abbott and Costello and their comedy routine, Who's On First? It's R.I.T.Y. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan Jansen. With opening day upon us, our theme this week is baseball and beer. I'm also highlighting some of Marty Brenneman's famous calls. In fact, one is coming up after this song. Neil Diamond was inspired to write the tune after seeing a magazine cover that featured a young Caroline Kennedy riding a horse. For some reason, the song receives quite a bit of play at sporting events. In fact, the Boston Red Sox play it at every home game. From 1969, here's Sweet Caroline. I can't begin to knowing But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
With opening day happening tomorrow and to correspond with our baseball and beer theme, I've been spotlighting some of Marty Brenneman's famous calls. This next one is quite comical and I highly recommend looking it up on YouTube. On August 21st, 1990, during a Reds-Cubs game at Riverfront Stadium, Reds manager Lou Pinella had an absolute meltdown over a call at first base that didn't go the Reds' way. Martin grounds it to the left side. Ramos goes to Sandberg. The throw on to first. They got him. The double play ends the inning. Larkin doesn't agree with the call, nor does Tony Perez, nor does Lou Pinella, who runs right out there to get in the face of Dutch Renner. He slams his hat down, and Renner has thrown him out. Lou has now gone to the first base bag, picks it up, and throws it out towards short right field. And he's going to pick it up again and throw it further out in right field. This is the best act we've seen this year. You're supposed to sit on your ass and nod at stupid things. Man, it's hard to do. But if you don't, they'll screw you. Pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball. Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. The man and Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Well, KC was winning. Hank Aaron was beginning, one Robbie going out, one coming in. Kiner and Midget Goodell, the Thumper and Mel Parnell, and Ike was the only one winning down in Washington. I'm talking baseball, Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball, the man and Bobby Feller. 
the scooter, the barber and the duke They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque Especially Willie Mickey and the duke Now my old friend, the bachelor Well he swore he was the Oklahoma kid And Cookie played hooky to go and see the duke me, I always loved Willie Mann Those were the days Well now it's the 80s And Brett is the greatest And Bobby Bonds can play for everyone Rose is at the vet Rusty again is a Met And the great Alexander is pitching again In Washington I'm talking like Reggie Cuisenberry talking baseball Carew and Gaylord Perry Seaver, Garvey, Schmidt and Vita Blue If Cooperstown is calling, it's no fluke They'll be with Willie Mickey and the Duke
distance, the game's dragging on. There's strikes on the batter, some runners are on. I don't know the inning, I've forgotten the score. The whole team is yelling, and I don't know what for. Suddenly, everyone's looking at me. My mind has been wandering, what could it be? They point to the sky, and I look up above. From their 1986 album, No Easy Way to Freedom, that was Peter, Paul, and Mary with Right Field. Terry Cashman gave us his minor hit from 1981, Talkin' Baseball. And two quick facts about him. In the late 50s and early 60s, he played minor league baseball in the Tigers organization, and he co-wrote the song, Sunday Will Never Be the Same, which was made famous by Spanky and Our Gang. And from 1980, it was Warren Zevon with Bill Lee. Lee is a former pitcher who spent the majority of his career with the Boston Red Sox. Aside from baseball, Lee is known for his counterculture behavior. It's all right, T.Y. Let's keep our baseball theme going with Sam and Dave. Here's Knock It Out of the Park. Yeah. 
This final call from Marty Brenneman takes us back to 1990, and the last time the Reds won the World Series with a clean sweep over the Oakland A's. To set the stage, it's the bottom of the ninth in Oakland. The A's are down 2-1, and there are two outs. Reds relief pitcher Randy Myers is on the mound, and at the plate, it's the A's third baseman, Carney Lansford. Here's Brenneman with the call. Myers underhanding the ball that Ted Hendry gave to him and gets a new one back and typically goes to the third base side of the mound and walks straight up to the pitching rubber. Lansford, good hitting Oakland third baseman, steps in, levels a bat. And Myers bringing it. And the pitch is hit in the air. Foul, off first. Benzinger backing and calling. And the 1990 World Championship belongs to the Cincinnati Reds. As you might expect, they pile out of the dugout. They are jumping up and high-fiving. All smiles as Lou Pinella and his coaching staff break out of the dugout. Gloves and caps all over the infield. The Cincinnati Reds have done the absolute improbable by defeating the club considered to be the best in Major League Baseball, and they've done it in a four-game series sweep.
That's a newer track from ACDC. It's called Play Ball, and it's from their 2014 album Rock or Bust. That song was used in the trailer for Major League Baseball postseason coverage on TBS. And the Dropkick Murphys kicked off the set with a song that's considered an official anthem of the Red Sox, You Heard Tessie. It's all right, T.Y., and I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. The theme this week is baseball and beer, and coming up tomorrow at 4.10 p.m., the Reds open the season at GABP by taking on the Cardinals. I've got one song left for you, and if you get a chance, please subscribe to the show on the Apple and Google Podcast apps, TuneIn, and the iHeartRadio app. It's free of charge and allows you to listen to Reelin' in the Years at your leisure. Let's go out with a song that's become synonymous with baseball. Here's The Boss with Glory Days. <laughs> 